Hello and welcome to Lady Time. I'm your host, Jill McGregor, and my guest today is Pam Carraher, psychotherapist. You're very welcome, Pam, and thank you for coming on my show today. Um, thank you. Uh, Pam is an intuitive and psychically aware from an early age. She met her mentor when emigrating with her parents to Malta from London when she was about 10 years old. Her mentor introduced her to a range of interesting disciplines. She practiced yoga, breath technique, meditation, and then Pam developed her healing and body energy work where she saw what she terms the internal matrix in the subtle body. While she was having extraordinary uh, positive experiences and feedback with her healing work, she still felt there was a piece of the puzzle missing. And after a break and diverting into other fields, she went back to study psychotherapy. Today, she's come full circle looking at combining body energy healing work with psychotherapy by incorporating many schools of thought from Tibetan mysticism, epigenetics, as well as neuroscience, breath technique and body movement. You're very welcome today, Pam. Thank you for being on the show. Well, thank you very much, Jill. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's a pleasure. I thought we might start with how you uh, view aging yourself. Okay. Um, well, that's um, that's a significant question. I I um, because the spectrum is uh, quite uh, quite wide. I mean, um, when 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 I think of aging, I think how how we view it. Do you know how society views us um, in the aging process? How we think we should be or around that aging? Um, and there are many different thoughts around it. Of course, if you're uh, thinking in terms of the Einstein and what he has seen about time and space, is a completely different matter. So I suppose what I'm saying is everybody views things um, in a different light and uh, culturally in one thing or another. So <clears throat> I think based on how I view things, I always see things as uh, what's happening internally. Um, and that's with everything and including aging. So sometimes you might meet uh, very young people who feel quite old and uh sometimes you might see uh, much older people that um feel quite young so um understanding that of course there's the physical dynamic <clears throat> excuse me um but really it's it's internal i mean we've no control over anything uh, and in particular aging um we've no control over that but how we navigate it and how we deal with it uh, is in our control. Um, but that's very simplistic because everybody has their own um, dynamic, you know. Um, as for me, um, uh, is that what you're asking me about my, my, uh, <laughs> my journey? Well, my job, I was in total denial about aging. I refused, I refused to age, but um, <laughs> so I avoided mirrors. <laughs> Well, you're aging very well, Pam. I can uh, let the listeners know that you look amazing. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You're too kind. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, gosh, uh, you know, 
look, I'm sure everybody doesn't like the fact that, you know, things might be coming to an end, you know, our, our body is changing. Um, uh, we're not as nimble as we were. We're not as, um, you know, our skin isn't as plump and we don't look like we're 20 anymore. Or, you know, there's a whole range of, of losses and things that, you know, but there's always a flip side. I think, I think in every age, I think we transition all the time, although we don't sometimes recognize that. So, um, you know, even, even as far as when you, when you're a little, little person, you're transitioning, teenagers are transitioning, the twenties, your thirties, you're always transitioning. And I just think it becomes more, more focused when you're, uh, you know, hitting your forties and fifties and sixties and so on, because, um, you know, I often wonder, is it society that that brings us to thinking, oh, my goodness, how am I going to be perceived? You know, will I look as, you know, great mm. as I was or, you know, so there's always that that uh, the industry uh, plays on that really of um, slowing mm. down the aging process, <laughs> creams that will make you look 20 years younger. Um, and so on and so forth. So it's a really, really interesting subject. And it's, um, yeah, it's, uh, uh, I think I've diverted from what it means to me. <laughs> I told you I'm a total no, Not at all. I think uh, what I, I might pick up on something you said there uh, to do with the industry, because it's a real industry, the beauty industry, and yes. uh, phenomenal, probably one of the highest earners for that industry do you know there's so much and it's even moved into men as well in the last few years where you know they you know there's all sorts of beauty products for men and and treatments as well yeah sure i think i think look there's there's a fine there's a line isn't there of um there's a fine line of um uh taking care of ourselves and um you know finding things that nourish you know the nourishing creams or the keeping keeping yourself well um that's that's actually you know that's a healthy thing that's a nice thing to do to to um look after yourself and, and to 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 get those things done but then there's the other side of wanting to stop you know what actually happens to us when we when we actually want that process to stop what it actually means and so the industry you know um it it is it is a multi uh multi-billion dollar industry i guess and uh, you know people go for it mm. you know um yeah um, no i suppose i suppose that's everyone i mean i, I you know <laughs> There was a magic pill of saying, listen, I can take this and I can look 20 years old. Uh, yeah, would I do it? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's an acceptance of where you are. Every age has its, has its uh, uh, wonderment, I suppose. Uh, with old age comes wisdom. But then you've got to go through all the um, other stuff of acceptance. And I suppose everything for me is about internal internal whether it's uh, emotional uh, physical or or mental it's all about internal mm -hmm. stuff mm -hmm. 
Um, did you have any major symptoms when you moved into menopause? Uh -huh. um, well, that's interesting as well. I, I guess um, for me, I, I was going through a period uh, in my time where I had uh, a number of physical ailments and um, I had a bit of trauma and um, I had had an accident uh, and, and one thing and another. So a lot of the symptoms I was feeling, I was very distracted by that and I didn't uh, realize that it was all kind of merging. I, I wasn't sure which one was what, but um, there was one specific thing that I, I did notice a lot of women uh, were saying, oh God, wait till you, wait till you start feeling so hot and, and you know, bothered and, and and I thought, well, that's not happening to me. And then suddenly it did happen. And I didn't realize, <laughs> I didn't realize. I suddenly thought it was wonderful. Uh, I thought it was the weather or something because I actually, um, I was really fortunate. I loved it. I loved feeling really so hot because, uh, you know, being brought up in Malta, and um my whole most of my life was in that extreme heat in the summer and so me feeling hot just made me feel at home i just thought this is wonderful <laughs> <laughs> i don't have to wear the long sleeves i don't have to this is fantastic i can feel that temperature again um so uh, yeah but i i can understand how uncomfortable that is for, for people that oh, have in that that extreme you're heat. the only woman i've ever heard that said she loves her uh, the hot flashes or flashes. I, know. I know i know i know i know that but uh, you know i did have other now those that was the one thing that i did i did love i loved the fact that i felt that but but uh there were other things of course i suppose um my periods were regular until i had this accident and one thing or another um so I don't know, as I say, it's sort of merged into all sorts of things. But um, I found it, I, looking back, I find it quite comical that um, as most uh, most women, you know, on their monthly period, uh, as you're going through the years, you, you kind of curse the day that, that that arrives because it has, you know, PMTs, it's sometimes painful it's you get you know it you know when your period comes as, as life's going on you're going oh gosh it's that time of month <laughs> and then you get to the age where you, you're sort of hitting menopause and the period is stopping and what that means and you kind of go oh please don't stop <laughs> 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 what and you know and then i had to think well, what, what is that about what what does that mean and you know, and what what does that what did that mean to you, Pam? Uh, your well, I think because me, I, I was very sad about mine stopping. Yeah, really yeah, sad. And I, and I think most women are because I think again, what does that mean? That means, you know, your youth, your fertility, your your um, that that you know, it, it's for me, it stamps that thing of old age. That's it. You, you are, and particularly as a woman, I think, you know, again, I come back into this thinking of, um, you know, it's always known as if when a man gets older, they become distinguished looking, and 
when a woman gets older she's just that's it on the heap that's it you know yeah. so that's right it means oh i won't be attractive anymore i won't be you know i'm done for I, you know it could mean a whole load it means a lot of things to uh, different people um for me it was that it was oh uh something something out of my control and what it all means is i'm moving into a different phase and i wasn't in control of that you know it's different if you're ready but no mm. yeah ready. <laughs> and we're often not ready for that I, I don't i don't think very many women are ready for that i didn't come across any actually <laughs> i don't think there is any person on the planet that says i can't wait to get older i can't <laughs> wait <laughs> you know, I, you know I, I often have, uh, I often hear people say, oh, well, you know, age is a number, uh, which I understand that from a, from a, um, a you know, from a perspective of uh, how you think so you are and positive thinking and all of that. That's great. But when somebody says that to me, sometimes, you know, well, age is only a number. I think, well, yeah, I agree with you, but tell that to my body when I, yeah. <laughs> my mind wants to spring out of bed in the morning, but I go, hold on a minute. Let me take a breath. <laughs> oh my God. Hold on. I'm just going to yeah. Think my legs round slowly and think about how I'm going to get up. <laughs> I often find that it's younger women that say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Number. That's my experience anyway. It's like, yeah, just you wait. <laughs> yeah, 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 like tell that to my body in the morning when I'm getting up. <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. So you've had a relatively easy menopause symptom wise anyway so um. well I, I don't know because I had I had like I say it kind of merged with other stuff that was mm. happening in my life so those are the two that come to the forefront of mm. my mind is mm. lovely heat oh my god I'm losing my period yeah, yeah. those yeah. two that are are in the forefront of my mind yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm intrigued um, by your by your biog. I was very intrigued uh, by what you said about the discovery of what you call the internal matrix in the subtle body. And possibly you you've used that while you were going through, you know, the last few years as well to look inward. But could, would you expand on that a little bit for our listeners? Because um, yeah. I find it. Yeah, sure. And I know yeah, sure. your work as well. I, I've known mm. your work, your hands-on healing work in the past. So, mm. um, well, yes, I suppose. Um, of course, people people would now know me as a psychotherapist, but you know, really, I started as my um, as your intro said at a very early age. I was always intuitive and psychically aware, and I was just—I don't know whether you know one questions coincidence or whatever the case may be but when I was I was t around 10 when I went to Malta and um, um, it was around that time that I met up with this marvelous uh, wonderful woman who uh, introduced me and uh, to those um, different um, things like yoga and one thing another granted in those days it wasn't that popular as it is today and then I found uh, with my healing I would do uh, hands-on healing um, working with um, 
you know, getting somebody into a real um, relaxed position using breath technique. And then when I did hands-on, I was always um, really amazed at what I was shown and how uh, and what I could see. And one of those things, just to answer, sorry, I've kind of long-winded answering your question there, oh, no, is... Um, generally speaking I would be taken on a journey into the body uh, and I could see a kind of a mapping what I call it's like an integrated interconnectedness um, I suppose you know how um, how it's known that everything has energy in it you know even if it's um, objects and uh, everything around us is made up of energy depending on how slow and how fast the energy is going so um so basically what we can see and what we don't see and in the body as we know the organs and you've got um everything the physical biology of of it but there's also an aspect that we can't see with the human eye and of course there's a lot of awareness now around chakras in the body um, uh, those psychic centers and one thing or another. But what I would see is, um, I'm sure I'm not the only one here, but what I would see when I was healing is this matrix. It's kind of a, it's like, um, it's like a, oh, like a web of different, different roads, roads and routes and kind of all connected to different things. And what I would see, I'd also see the different channels in the body, very, very uh, similar to what they would have in acupuncture or um, ancient Chinese medicine or whatever, but I would actually see that. And I could see where the, um, the part of the body that wasn't running harmoniously or that was, there was a slight um, blockage or whatever that, whatever the word you want to use. Um, so that that's 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 it. That's I suppose that's the way I can describe it. Um, um, yeah. So uh, and of course, um, I would use all types of information that would come to me, including, um, you know, what. Yeah, I just would use a whole range of different uh, things connected to the healing. It's very, uh, that's so interesting, um, especially as for myself, because although I don't practice like you, I have trained in certain energy therapies. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's wonderful that you have a, a very visual um, mm. idea of the internal um, energy working yeah. in the body. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting. There's something else that I, I might pick up on with you that we had pre-interview uh, discussion was about how you saw um, programming, uh, mm. how the programming mm. and how it affects the emotional body. Mm. Um, would you like to talk a little bit about Yeah, that? well, that's, that's interesting because, um, you know, coming back to the healing, um, I, over the years, in my early years, I... Um, I had uh, amazing journeys and and really um, you know fantastic feedback from from clients and um, really insightful 
uh, things um, and very humbling um, things. But I always felt there was a piece that was missing because although they a lot of clients say oh, I felt this and I've done this and it's changed this and it's but something would happen on the um externally for them uh and for us I would include me and so I um I went to seek that piece of the puzzle and I then stumbled across psychotherapy and I think um that to me uh, was the piece I was looking for because um, I suppose uh, I look at the programming you know whether what what and by that what I mean is what we absorb as as people what we absorb as a society how we how we view things how we um, internalize things so everything is is kind of I believe uh, everything is to do with our history whether that's planetary history history and cultural history or personal history so it's to do with your the way you were born your upbringing your culture uh, everything else um, is all like we're like sponges we, we soak in everything and that is like um, we like computers, we, we get the programming going. And so that seeps into our body and based on our programming, our information of what we have is how we go through life then. Because, you know, um, how we react to things, what triggers us, all of that uh, is happening internally. Um, a bit like uh, in uh, CBT, really, um, you know, you could you could talk about two different people walking down the street, experiencing the same, experiencing the same thing, only they both have different reactions. So in CBT, you say, you know, you explore that and you do it through the forms and one thing and another. But so that's coming back to that is how I work and how I see that now is everything has a process. So you, you process the emotional and that piece of the program. It also combines with how that um, has, um, has influenced your, not only your emotional body, not only how you view and na navigate the world around you, but also it influences your body. And so, um, so that's where the healing and the body, body energy work, movement and breath technique comes into play. That's how I work anyway. Mm. Well, I've been uh, at the other uh, end of your hands uh, in the past. And uh, I can vouch, vouch for uh, your being uh, one of the best hands-on healers I've oh. ever had. Oh. have my had have their hands on me uh you're one of two or three people and it's quite rare you know where oh. your work when it when 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 you work you actually change though the that those cells that that energy so and even oh. you know thank I you jill thank you what a nice compliment I, I, yeah i didn't understand it do you know at the time um but uh 
it really is so it's really great for for me personally and hopefully for the listeners but uh for me it's great to actually have an understanding of how you see and how you work and how deeply you work as well um, um if that's interesting jill that you say that because when we worked when i was doing that this many many years ago mm-hmm. when we go back a long time um and it wasn't prominent then. Um, well, it actually wasn't wasn't as bad as when I started. When I say as bad, it was by that I mean, you know, not even I'm showing my age now. Not even <laughs> yoga. Not even you know, yoga was like oh this uh, woo woo stuff that uh, right. you know came from India or something. <laughs> it, was, it was out there. But yeah. now, luckily, people's language, even even the younger generation, the the language they use is all incorporating you know they know about it they know about reflexology they know about the energy and all that so but i particularly love um um uh, joe dispenser and bruce lipton who in their own right are scientists and 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 doctors and whatever and i I don't i I know uh, bruce lipton's qualifications i can't remember all right well, yeah. well either way what i love about their um uh epigenetics is um they demystify everything that you know the healing is and so i love that That's That's right, you know, yeah. it's really lovely that this generation has that uh the language and it's not it's no longer regarded as uh, and in fact uh over the years even in psychotherapy i've seen you know terms like mindfulness coming in and Mm -hmm. so all of it's being incorporated now whereas when i started it was something that was a bit strange yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) that's right that's right uh even in the 80s when i did uh a course uh the biodynamic uh therapy course uh and i came back to ireland in 89 and uh you know hardly anyone had heard had heard of anything like that it really was i didn't realize that till much later how how uh in a way ahead of their time the people training and teaching or like your your mentor um where they were so far ahead of their time yeah Um, yeah you know bit like you Jill I think you you were ahead of your time you, with your cleaning and then the environment and all that you knew and everyone said oh there she goes again what's she on about <laughs> yeah but I suppose I many's a raised eyebrow over the years or like <laughs> eyes to heaven from the family <laughs> it's it's great it it was great they were great learning curves though and and great times as well to be doing something so new sure Um, Sure. yeah um what has been your greatest challenge in life now i'm sure there's been a few as we all have a few but you know (laughs) right Uh, i'm just going to have a look at the long list of challenges (laughs) was the greatest one um the greatest oh, one is um yeah to um being distracted um <laughs> i would love to stop being distracted i can relate um, to that <laughs> and just focus on the things 
I was going to say just focus on the things I'd like to do, but I'm going to rephrase that and say focus on the things I keep saying I want to do. Um, so it's to do with resistance. It's to do with a whole range of things. But um, yeah, I think I think that would be my biggest challenge. That has been. Let me put it this way: that has been my biggest challenge in life. But it's going to change. <laughs> Yeah, as everything has changed this year yes. for everyone, I think uh, a lot of yes. the changes that have gone on is going to, yeah. uh, you know, make everyone look at everything differently. Uh, I certainly can say that for, for sure. myself, you know. Um, um, what uh, has been your greatest achievement or something that you're especially proud of? A couple of things. Well, that's, that's a pretty easy answer um my uh, the rate the relationship i have with my two really really wonderful daughters um mm -hmm. that's um i'm i'm really blessed with that and i'm i'm um proud of them and i'm proud of what we have um and grateful um mm -hmm. but uh, also that um again i'm quite grateful with the ability to have that strength and to um have the ability to navigate really difficult times in life i have um i have i'm blessed with that 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 mind and inner strength to do that and it hasn't happened all the time i've had i've i've, I've you know had really difficult times that sometimes i forget those things that i know that can help me but in general i've i've done well in never navigating and having the strength to 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 do that mm -hmm. i suppose my my motto it comes from my motto now of um um embracing the magical moments in life um because there are many many of them uh, but also to have the strength to navigate the difficult times because that's what life is. It's mm. it's. Mm. Yeah. And it really I is. I've answered that. Uh, <laughs> no, you have. Uh, but it really is. Uh, I, it took me a long time to realize that uh, problems and issues and challenges will be ongoing. Yeah. There's never going to be a time when you're in perfect health because I was always chasing perfect health. Um, and then, of course, menopause hits and you have yeah. a whole new yeah. set of, yeah. uh, of health challenges, you know. Yeah. And uh, But it, it's true, you just, uh, if you can navigate your way through all the difficult times, the easy yeah. times are fine, you just kick back and enjoy those. But um, yeah, I think I think you've hit on something there, and I think um, you know a lot of the time I often hear, and indeed for sure I, that was me at some stage, where uh, if only this would happen, then that would be okay, or mm. if I get all of that done, then it you know, and and life isn't that. Life mm. is um, is like a, a two sided coin. You know, you've got wisdom on one hand, you've got something else going on on the other hand you know everything is 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 happening um in duality although we can't see it probably some of the times but um i think that's right i think you know things change during the day you wake up 
and things are wonderful and by you know and then by the afternoon something's happened and you've got to deal with that and so that is what life is and and I think that's the key is to have to be to observe what's going on around you to observe what's going on internally and to you know be the warrior I think that's the thing is to to everything all the difficult times are the um the initiation look at it as an initiation mm-hmm. be the warrior mm-hmm. really be strong and find out okay this is challenging or this is tricky or you know how am i going to you know navigate around this and then that you'll find that that's a well we all find that, well i find that that's the mm-hmm. learning curve that's the piece mm-hmm. that i needed to learn and then once that happens then you observe how wonderful everything else is around you I think yeah that's my take on it anyway (laughs) I I can relate to that Uh, I love what you say about uh, initiation because to me life has always well not always but when I got to be an adult and got into all the healing work and that the interest in all of that and personal growth I, I began to see life in stages for me anyway every seven years you know it's like an initiation every seven years you know and yeah, uh, sure. I certainly found uh, the, the the changes you know the menopausal changes a huge initiation um yeah. and the and the and it's like the harbinger of uh, of wisdom well one hopes anyway yeah. <laughs> no, for sure for sure that's happening with you for sure for sure that's happening with us absolutely (laughs) and talking of wisdom do you have uh can we have a couple of nuggets of your what your wisdom and what would you pass on to a younger generation of women or even uh guys as well yeah in particular younger women um let me think i um when I think of this, I think of my two girls. So I think, what would I like to to pass on to them? Or I suppose keeping your your body and mind healthy and your spirit connected. Um, I think you know. Again, I think what we what we said was um, that uh, seeing life's challenges as an, an initiation and to be the warrior um um embrace the magical moments of life and things that are around you um um i think one of the things that's really important for me is to stay in tune with your deep soul and not your shallow inner critic and that is really important because we all have that critic um so the two are different you know so staying in connection with your soul um process learn love connect <laughs> um i think um well in terms of middle age anyway uh, be limitless and unconditioned <laughs> <laughs> so there you are a bit of bit of bit of uh, my my uh, 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 <laughs> i think is my wisdom for taking <laughs> younger generations and us uh, us uh, younger mature women (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, Pam, it's been such a pleasure talking with you. It really has. Uh, as always. Yes, as, as, as likewise, Jill. Really super. Really super. And um, best of luck with the, with the podcast. I think it's a great <laughs> idea. I think, I think it's wonderful. I think it's, uh, yeah, you know, to, to, to talk to, I think, I think that's what's great, um, you know, is to, to, to talk and uh, people listen in and you suddenly think oh you know that happens to me and I didn't uh, see that and so that, that's lovely thank you and that is the idea you know that you share especially at the moment when we're all you know yeah. uh, kept apart uh, yeah. in, in lots of ways and over the last For few sure. months to, to sure. in some ways it's brought people even closer and other ways maybe further apart but for me the experience has been more positive than it has been negative yeah. do you know even to start this course do you know I think of course you know so and very 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 challenging I have to say um but I think uh, it's been very extraordinary times for everybody I think you know um that again multi multi-thinking and multi-experiences insofar as you know there is um you know fear and 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 uh, loss and anxiety and um you know there's there's a lot of um um there's a lot of that um and again like the two sides of the coin the other side of it um you know there's been some positive things to take from it um um you know people slowing down um traffic off the road so nature's had a, a breather um you know people are, are getting to do things that they've wanted to do and never had the time to do um people are getting out exercising and reconnecting and really having a look at their values and what's important mm -hmm. children are nourished getting nourished from having being around um their parents more and family um i'm sure that some some parents are tearing their hair out thinking i need a break um uh, no it's all it's yeah. all it's all again it's it's life and um i can't remember the author of the book but it was called the black swan and it talked about uh, well, my understanding of it it was an economic book but it's mm, it was a guy i can't remember his name Awesome. But he talks about the black swan, and that's mm -hmm. my, my understanding of it is the one that we don't expect. It's the one that comes hitting from that's, behind and suddenly. Yeah, I think so, yeah. It, yeah, and I would say this pandemic is that, the black yeah, swan. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. interesting, very interesting, Pam. Well, talking of lockdown, you have um, not been able to work for a while because of that. Um, how are you resuming your work after uh, after it's hopefully all over? And uh, how could people get in contact with you if they're interested in your work? Yeah, well, it wasn't that I, I, uh, I what I, what I'm, okay, before lockdown, I was uh, preparing to do some um, workshops and I, I had a, um, my, my, um counseling room was in in um, Galway city uh, and um, anyway the um, 
they were redeveloping the room. So, so it all fell into place that I moved from Galway City and before I was doing the um, planning to do the workshops, I, um, the lockdown happened. So I took this opportunity anyway to start reformatting how I'm going to work and where I'm going to work from. So I'll probably resume in September, um, hopefully. Um, so because nothing's set, set in concrete, uh, if anybody's interested, they could just email me um, and I can just let them know where I'm at and so on and so forth. So I can be reached at um, pamcarraher at hotmail.com, which is P-A-M-C-A-R-R-A-G-H-E-R at hotmail.com. So that's where they can reach me. That's great. That's great. Thanks, Pam. And I think uh, maybe in the future, I would like to have you back on to really go into depth in how you work, really to spend the whole, the whole uh, podcast on uh, your work and how you work and to go a little bit deeper because today obviously we were speaking about menopause and aging um, and in time uh, this is a series that I'm doing in terms of of that but I'd like Mm -hmm. to move in on the future into talking to um, different people about their work different women about their their work and what they do and all of that so um, I'd like to I'd like to have you back again (laughs) well it'd be a pleasure Joe. I I, thank you very much I'd love to do that. Well, it's been a real pleasure as well talking with you today. Uh, Thanks again for coming on. Uh, We're signing off here now from Lady Time, but please join me again on our next episode coming soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye.